the LLBR podcast. This is your host, Sean. New name, but the mission is still the same. Just to give you my perspective without a fucking filter. And so, you know, shout out to my man, London. He had a little bit of differences as far as creative and directional ways you want to go. But he's still going to do the Apply Pressure podcast. So make sure when he drops, y'all go support him. Because it's still love. we still family. we still going to do our thing. But sometimes you got to do things on your own if you want to do things your way. But in, in a way, you know what I'm saying? So the first thing I'm going to do is kind of get into a previous conversation we had about keeping it funky. And pretty much is we'll go into detail about the things you need to talk about while you're dating and while you're in a relationship so you want you can save yourself on a little bit of time. Think about it. The dating, the process of dating is just simply you weighing your options to see who you want to be with, period. And with that process, you got to ask real questions. You need to see how people think. You need to see how people are, how they, they mind frame work. You know what I'm saying? You can't just be out here just liking a nigga just because you just like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? You got to, because let's be real. Sometimes people say stupid shit and it should be mad unattractive. So when y'all be going on these dates, you kind of need to ask certain questions. Whatever you feel like is important. Like me, I'm a man. I don't have kids. So... Of real early conversations, ask the person, ask the chick, hey, you do you want more kids? If they got kids, or do you want kids at all? Because they don't want kids, no point in me continuing on in a serious path and wasting each other's time. I'm not going off no maybes, no hopes, no this, and the third. If you're a religious person and you feel like you can't cohabitate with somebody that's not religious or have a different religion, you need to have that discussion. Uh, or abortions. I know that's a big thing, uh, you know. Government passing bills, they're telling women what they can and can't do with their body, that shit wild within itself. But it's just crazy that people don't talk about these things because personally, I don't believe in abortions. I would never fund an abortion. On the time, I probably will be like, hey, you need to get abortions if the doctor tell you that this shit is life or death, literally. I already know women put their lives on the line, but I mean like high risk type shit. And I'd be like, hey, you might need to, you might need to do that. Then, you know, I fund it because I'm looking out for my partner. And we can find other ways to have kids. But other than that, I just deal with the consequences of my actions. So it would never be an option for me. My thing about it is, if it's for you, you know what I mean? You need to discuss that. Just because I'm not for it, I'm not against it either because I'm pro-choice. You got the right to do what the hell you want to do, especially when it comes to your body, your health, and this, and the third. It's your life at the end of the day, so you got to do what's best for you. But these type of topics you need to have you know what I'm saying, talk about on these dates and shit. Um, how they want to raise a family. Shit, talk about <laughs> their family dynamic, how they came from. Are they close with their family? Just It's just a lot more to keeping it funky than just your initial intentions of if you're in a relationship or not, because that's not the end all be all. Somebody, two people can want a relationship, but they, not be, not, they might not be compatible. And not being compatible it changes the whole dynamic of shit. A lot of people be forcing shit for the sake of a title, and that shit just don't work out. So you got to do what's best for you. Stop asking these silly questions like what high school you went to, especially you my age. I'm 31. Like, this shit is like an annoying-ass question. Asking me what I'm doing, I get some people's not as direct and open, so they use them type of questions to break the ice. But if you really feeling somebody, you'll figure out what they really like to eat and what they like to do throughout time just because you pay attention to their moves and shit. So... It just kind of like 
get deeper than the surface. Then you just had this really just had them type of conversations because sometimes somebody's thought process and mind frame toward a lot of shit can simply turn you off. I don't hear a lot of women sit there and say that nigga could get a coochie, but he says something stupid. And I feel the same way about women. Like, I be like, shit, this motherfucker can get it. But like, oh, she say something like, this motherfucker headache, nah, I'm cool. Or nah, this motherfucker is stupid. So to be real about it, it's just kind of like, don't even set yourself up and waste your time when they thought process to shit is just not attractive. Because as you get older, you understand the looks fade. You know what I'm saying? You need substance. I'm sorry. I mean, sex is good for, you know, for the time you fucking, but what you're doing the rest of the time, you the other, <laughs> the other time you're not fucking. Like, you know what I'm saying? I like the type of chick that she likes to have sex a lot, but she is fun to have around while we're not having sex. And so me, I like to have talk about real shit. If you're not an open-minded individual, I can't even, we can't rap, period. And so, that's what I'm saying, keeping it funky. You could be like, look, <laughs> I don't want kids. That way you save yourself time. Don't even get too invested because motherfuckers love saying you can't help who you love. You are absolutely correct. Once you're in love, you can help who you get your time to, though. You can help who you get your energy to. It takes time to fall in love, and you can help that. You can help that part. And I know people be faking it, this, that, and the third. Oh, people change their mind. We human. People change their mind. But, you know, if they change their mind, and it's something that you're not willing to compromise on, you need to have the backbone to leave. It's okay to do what's best for you. At the end of the day, you can't miss worry about yourself, and you're going to leave by yourself. So you got to do what's best for you at all times. If you're not doing anything that's concerned about your happiness first, you're not going to be the best partner. You're not going to be the best parent, the best employee, or the best boss, or whatever, whatever other role that's going on. You can never be the best if you're unhappy with yourself. Take care of yourself. So... Like I said, keeping the funky, just going off rip. But then, you know, there's different stages. You don't be hot and heavy off the rip. You know what I'm saying? On certain shit, because some shit just irrelevant until, you know, the circumstances you're in. It's like, for instance, if you're a man like myself who says, I'm going to get a DNA test regardless on the baby that I'm having, regardless of the situation, it's best to tell her that off rip before y'all even fuck. And let her know that you mean no matter the time period of your relationship. Like, y'all could not be together, be together, be mad. If you feel that way, you need to let her know off rip because that way she can't say you surprised her. You kept it funky. You kept it real with her. Ladies, if you a nigga, if you a chick, then you know what I'm saying? You want a nigga to pay all the bills. I won't say call this shit off the rip, but as y'all, before you get to a relationship, or especially y'all getting a relationship before y'all move in together, you need to have that conversation. That's a very important conversation. That's because it's steps. Like now, you know, back in the day, it was just pretty much like a straight shot to marriage. Like before you get, you know what I'm saying, you didn't really have a trial run. You didn't have the, the probationary period and shit. Your ass would just marry. So now we get that probationary period. Now we get that, that trial period before we, you know what I'm saying, say I do. You know what I'm saying? So take that time and, you know, before y'all move in together, say what kind of what kind of girl you looking for, kind of wife or husband or whatever you want to say 
what kind are you looking for that you want to live with? Like me, if you know you want your girl to cook all the time, this, that, and the third, state that so she can decide if that's what she want to be or if y'all can come to a middle ground about it, cleaning, paying the bills. These are things you got to discuss. It's different levels of shit. Before you get married, it's, you got to talk about this shit because that's a, a huge step. Me personally, I'm not big. Like marriage is not like the holy grail to me because I look at me getting with you because I, I'm a man of my word. So I feel like once I, I'm with you, I see the end with you already. And I won't get with a person unless I already see us old together already. So, I mean, technically I could get married, but in the United States of America, marriage has become a business decision. So if your business not together, nah, I'm not going to get married. And I, I state these things so people can understand where I'm coming from. And I want the and women, you state exactly what you want and what you need. And stand, the most important thing I want women to do is stand on what the fuck you're saying. Don't sway because you like and love this. No, some shit, some principles, some standards you have to stand on because once you step down from it, it's just going to start other shit. He's going to start feeling like he can get away with other shit. He ain't got to live up to this standard because you didn't hold up to this standard. Just because this is human nature. People, if they feel like they can get over, they're going to do it. So when you sit here and sit here and tell yourself or tell him, hey, you know, nah, I don't I don't get down like this or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Stand on this shit. Regardless of the fact, what kind of talk about what type of relationships y'all want to have, the, the boundaries and limitations of what, like what's cheating to you, uh, what's going too far, because you got to understand your partner. It's another thing that people don't do is keeping it funky as far as coming to a full understanding and being patient enough to understand their partner before they even get with them. Now, you need to have a full understanding of who the fuck you're dealing with. So when they do things, it's not shocking. It's like, uh, this motherfucker been like that. So it's not a surprise to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, keep it funky with yourself and understand what you can and can't deal with. Keep it funky with yourself and understand your boundaries. Keep it funky with yourself and stick to what you feel like you need out of relationship. Take care of your needs, then your wants come secondary to that. Because you get all your needs and you get majority of your wants. You want. You'll never get 100% of what you want. But if you can get all your needs and majority of your wants, even half of your wants, you want. And then you also got to be willing to give that same in return. And so people just got to understand, if you tell people how you like things beforehand, you don't rob them of their choice. That is key. Guess when women sit here and tell dudes, uh, tell them they want if dude just want to have sex, and then niggas like to say that women can't handle the truth because they say no, that's not they can't handle the truth. Telling the truth is not a license or a ticket to foot to the pussy. That's just get them. That's just telling the woman the truth is you are admitting to yourself that they get the simple respect as a human being. They need to choose because you don't want. A motherfucker to come to you on some shit, and then you feel like you got used and abused, used and abused. So, in return, you got to give that same amount of respect. So, honesty, and as a nigga that's honest, trust me, it don't always work in your favor, but it saves you a lot of fucking headache. Now, if a motherfucker overreact, like you come disrespectful to him, I mean, either it's the way you said it, or they probably wanted more, and they probably feel the way that you viewed them their way, but. This is a motherfucker not being realistic with life. 
they they go off because all you want to do is have sex. Like, bro, whatever. It ain't shit you can do about it. You be like, bro, cool. You dodged the bullet type shit. That's how I look at it. So, like I said, when you keep it funky, you tell people what you all about. And you show them. That's another part of keeping it funky. Be about the shit that you say. That's the problem a lot of motherfuckers. See, a lot of people want to show the best versions of them. That's why a lot of women be saying, well, we didn't know that he was like this. Or he say, well, I ain't know she was crazy. Like, bro, you didn't give yourself time. A lot of people, we, we know already we present the best versions of ourselves for the most part. Think about a job interview. You don't go in there being who the fuck you are. You go in there and get that job. Then you do you play a little role for the first month or so. Then once you're in there good or you pass your probationary period, <laughs> you showing up late. <laughs> you're not giving a fuck. You know what I'm saying? You, you being you. But a lot of people ain't that. See, I'm personally, I feel like I have more layers to show, but I feel like you get the gist of who I am off the rip. And everybody's not like that. Everybody's not uh, unapologetically themselves off the rip. So you got to give them folks time to get comfortable with you so they can show you them. You know what I'm saying? You got to understand human nature helps with dating. When you come with understanding how women or men act, whatever you date, it's like, damn, I see it now. You notice behaviors, you notice this, you notice that. They mannerisms, like, okay, this motherfucker lying, I can tell you lying the way he no, man, boom, 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 boom. And you pay attention, you save yourself so much time. And then you just become so aware of shit going on. But the issue is that people say things they don't really stand for. They say shit that sounds good that gives them the job. Now, when it comes to the matters of dealing with people's feelings, fam, be real about it. Period. And be about what you say. And obviously, you know, people got demons and people got, hell, some people just ain't good. Some people just trifling. So they not going to do that. But hell, once they show you them true colors, you got to have that backbone to walk away. It was a meme where it was a, a hand holding a rope and the hand was red, like it had cuts. And, you know, you your hands tied up, your hands could go to sleep. And it says sometimes you can cause less harm by letting go. Because you let go of that rope, the hand didn't have the bruises, the hand wasn't red anymore, and it the blood can circulate throughout the hand. Sometimes you got to let go of something that's harming you, even though you might love that person, but if they're not contributing to your happiness, only to your downfall, it's not good for you. Sometimes it's, it's better, and, and it's truly safer to love from a distance. You can love from a distance. You can forgive and not deal with a person whatsoever. Like, that's a thing. Just because you forgive somebody, I mean, you got to deal with them. You can be like, man, look, because forgiveness is for your peace. It's for your soul. It's for your happiness. It ain't for them whatsoever. It ain't for to make them feel good about themselves. Because let's be real. A real apology is not just words. It's changed behavior. So if you were hundred about the shit you do, you just got to understand, boom, it's how we do things. You apologize and you show that person off the rip. All right, let me do better. And then you do better. You attempt to do better. And sometimes you got to understand that people stumble. 
It's all right. As long as you're stumbling and you continue moving forward, not backwards. You didn't stumble and fall. You just didn't lay there and woe is me type shit. You stand to your word, keeping it funky. You act, you act out your words. That's keeping it funky. Do the things that contribute to your happiness better. And keeping it funky can contribute to your happiness. It's just a matter of being patient. Because you know, keeping it funky, it's going to take a lot of people to show them true colors. Have real conversations about current events, things that happen, things that's on your mind. Never be afraid to ask a question. If a person got a problem answering any questions or engaging the conversations, obviously you need to deal with that person. It's more, keeping the funk is more than just your attention. It's keeping the funk is the learning who that person is to the core. And once you understand who that person is, you won't make them type of mistakes to wasting your time again. I can guarantee it. And keeping it funky, and this is more so toward the men, this part here, is that I want to let you know that I see a lot of you niggas complain about women not submitting. I'm just here to tell you this shit is not true. If your woman is not submitting to you, I say eight times out of ten, you're not a good leader. You're not a man worth submitting to. You're not on your shit. Just to keep it real with your fam. Like, ain't no other nice way to say this shit. That's just what it is. There's no nice way to put it. You're just not shit. Because not all women are this super strong, super like I call them, superhero, independent women. A lot of women want to be submissive. Most want to be led. But you got to be a man that know how to be a leader. I talked about this before. If you can't lead and you don't know how to delegate when you're not on your shit, then you're not a good leader. See, a woman wanna, don't have no problem being led, but you got to show them the vision. You got to show them, and you just can't show the ending. You got to show them the steps you want to get to it. They will lead, the, even if you're not the breadwinner at the time period, even if you're not the breadwinner at all, but if you got your head on straight and you know how to contribute and provide for more than just money, most women would not have a problem with that. Women have problems with niggas that don't have aspirations for more. And if you with the woman that's cool with you being a bum-ass nigga, then you got the wrong woman in your corner. Period. Because a partner inspires you to do more. Period. When I was at my best, I had a girlfriend. Personally. As far as... Because she pushed me to get out of my comfort zone. She made me think differently. She made me think the way I always think but I always keep my thoughts to myself because I was trying to conform to my surroundings so she pushed me to be the man that I am today she always got my gratitude for that a great woman would do that and she wasn't the type to throw her success in my face she like nah baby we gonna shine together go ahead and do what you dream to do don't just talk about it no more go do what you say you gonna do and guess what? She had no problem submitting. But when I was bullshitting, this is within the relationship. And this is after she already submitted. She stopped being submissive. But then when I got back on my shit, she started back being submissive. So this whole thing, especially about black women not being submissive, that's a fucking lie. You just got to be a strong-ass black man. Period. It's nothing that, it's nothing else I can say really about it as far as get your shit together. 
and do it for yourself. Don't get me wrong. Like I feel like having a cat, having a kid, would be my last bit of motivation, inspiration. But I'm already setting up my life with kids, and I don't have a kid. I don't even have one on the way. Not that I know of. So you have to do the things for the life you want. You got to have a plan. Like when somebody asks you about your five-year plan or what you see yourself in five, ten years, it should be nothing to answer that fucking question. You know what I mean? And it could be as simple as maintaining your job, developing, you know what I'm saying, better spending habits, saving money, blah, blah, whatever your goals are. It's just as simple as naming off the goals. Like, they just want to know what the fuck you doing with yourself. So they can know who the fuck they dealing with. Keeping it funky. See, when you a real nigga, when you an authentic nigga, it's not a problem. It's not a problem for niggas like that. It's only problems for niggas that only want to leave with money. It's only a problem for motherfuckers that ain't got shit or ain't about shit. Dude, that's who had the most problems. All you got to do when you hear niggas complain about shit, look, look what they doing with themselves. And then, if you have the examples, look at the niggas who got women that's about some shit. And notice the difference of how they women treat them. And I can guarantee you, you'll realize that shit. My having a dope woman on your corner, it's dope, nigga. It's the greatest, one of the greatest feelings you ever have in life. And I want you to also know the submission goes both ways. You have to submit to her. You got to be just as vulnerable Sometimes she know she gonna know better in the situation. You're gonna have to listen. You can't take away her power. You should empower her. Like y'all are a team. It's not a it's not a situation where somebody's a coach and is a player, a GM and a coach. Y'all on the same level. That's equality. Y'all on the same level. But you are just the head of the household. And the head of the household ain't just money. Anybody can make money and pay bills and buy shit. But that's how people follow rich dummies. So, you as a man, you want your woman to submit to you? Be a real nigga. And I don't mean a nigga, nigga. I mean be a real man. Put together a plan. Be assertive. Be about your word. Back up your word with your actions. Don't humiliate her. Don't make her feel less than. Don't disrespect your lady, and you will have a lot less problems. I can guarantee it. Like I said, if you had the examples of homies that's married or their relationships long with their gal, just ask them things. Like I asked, um, I asked my friends that's married or the people I know, especially when they marry young and they still going. I asked them what made them get married. Like like I said, marriage is not the highest goal to me, but I always is it's something that I find intriguing. Cause what what's this person? <laughs> what make that person so special to make you say, you know what? Fuck having all these options and this in a third. And I and I get it. I understood it more when I got with my ex. Cause she was the first girl I ever considered marriage. Like really considered this shit. Not just, you know, the hypothetical, what do we be married? That bullshit. No, I'm talking about really consider this shit. And growing together, this, then, the third. She's the woman that changed my whole thought process. Just wanted a baby mama. I want to live in the house with my kid. So, 
a dope woman do this shit to you. But you can't be a whack nigga and want a dope woman. And you can't be a whack bitch and want a dope man. Like I said, it's just a matter of you being what you asking for. Don't set these highest standards to some shit that you can't even live to. Knowing your worth is more than just thinking you deserve better. Knowing your worth is knowing exactly what you deserve. Like a lot of people don't look in their mirror, but just think about that. Knowing your worth is knowing what you actually deserve. You can aim high, but if you're not getting it, it's for a reason. Trust me, if they're... Um, I had a homegirl that said, she said that she can't be as trash <laughs> as the niggas that's, um, that she has been dating. I said, you're not. You got your life together. You got your own crib. You got a great career. You're a great parent. You're kind, considerate, loving. And so I had to tell her that you are a woman. As a woman, you're going to attract every type of nigga. For the most part. It depends on what you put out there. And you might attract more this type of nigga versus that. But you're going to attract everybody. Because you're an attractive. You're an attractive female. And we've been an attractive female. You're going to catch eyes of men. And men as the pursuers. As the predators in this situation. It's more likely to come after you than the woman coming after a man. But I said, told her is your problem is your selection process. You don't give yourself time to figure out who this person is before you get emotionally invested. And I know you can't control your feelings per se, but pay attention to what you've been doing and you can point out shit early. I ain't talking about that bullshit ass cheat. I'm talking about how a man carry themselves. It's usually, and you think about it, you can like, damn, I deal with three niggas like this before. I already know how this shit goes. You can save yourself time. And so I told her, the issue isn't what's coming to you. It's what you're allowing into your space. So with that, I get some people are great liars. Sociopaths. <laughs> Habitual liars. Some people just great actors. But everybody ain't that. It's very seldom that you can run to that every damn time. So sometimes you got to look in that mirror and say, what it is about me that I keep accepting this bullshit? As far as, because you might be that person that always feel like you could change anybody. You could be this superhero, had a superhero complex. They say options attract. I believe that to an extent because people might feel like that gives off balance. Keeping the funky with yourself, you understand what you can and can't deal with. You know what you need and what you want. If a person ain't got what you need and what you want, there's no point dealing with that person, period. You just got to keep it funky with yourself. And trust me, things will things will get better. And this is, it goes back to me. You keep funky with yourself. You work on yourself. Build yourself up. They won't want to submit to you. You ain't got to depend on that shit. Y'all be so worried about motherfuckers jumping into their roles. Whatever roles you got ideas for your, you know what I'm saying, your relationship. Y'all so ready for them for to jump right into it, like, just because you like them, they like you. No, nah, nigga, you got to earn it. Basic level of human respect is pretty much what should be given off real. Everything else should be earned. 
that nigga shouldn't pay your bills just because. First of all, I just think it's dumb. And I know motherfuckers gonna say if he got it, it's not, it's just, it just don't make sense monetarily to pay bills to two houses. Period. Don't expect a nigga to pay your bills. But if a nigga is willing to pay your bills, get it how you live. I'm not here to judge you, sis. If a nigga's willing to do that shit, be my guest, get it. But don't expect that shit. Now y'all together. Living together. Or oh, that nigga laying up in your house five, four, five nights after goddamn week. Uh, then I don't I don't see the problem in that, you know what I'm saying, breaking bread with somebody you should claim you must be fucking with. Because if she's make sure you fed, you coming home, and she letting you be vulnerable, she giving you space to do this in the theory, I don't see a problem you should, like, hey, look, he go short, he goes like two hundred dollars for the light bill. Light bill and get your nails done type shit. Like, fuck with fuck with those that fuck with you. Like, that's very important in relationships. And just with people in general, because um somebody made a post about my homeboy London, matter of fact. Homeboy London said, and I've said this before, but he said, just because you are a good woman and a good man don't mean you're the right woman or man for that person. And that's facts. But just because that person is not the right fit for you, don't mean you got to do them dirty. You still can have a good relationship with that person. I mean, you just don't have to be with them. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can be like, man, we just friends. We just this, we just that. But y'all can rock with each other tough. I try to build a strong bond with anybody I deal with because... It's those people that's being in your corner when you need some. It's those people that's in your corner when you start a new new business venture. It's those people that you need for more support. And sometimes you just need to be able to call out to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Be able to call out to somebody is so dope because a lot of people don't have that shit. When you alienate relationships just because it's not working out to what you wanted them to be, you're losing out on something special. I want y'all to understand this. Your soulmate does not have to be somebody in a relationship with. You can have a successful marriage with somebody. And I'm talking about old with that person. That person may not be your soulmate. Your soulmate can be your friend. Your soulmate can be, you know what I'm saying, a coworker, and y'all just click. I want y'all to get out of the mindset that a soulmate has to be a romantic partner. It's not the case. You know what I'm saying? Your romantic partner is somebody you're just compatible with and y'all are able to have a system, to create a system that works for y'all to sustain y'all relationship. Oh, this Jack Eliminate is fire. But you know what I'm saying? So don't forget this shit. You just got to understand that this is what it is. I had a person to ask me a question and I think it goes into the perception of things. She said, do you being... Why are you single? You single. You single as shit. Community dick or a hoe, does that affect you to get into a relationship? <sighs> yes, because perception is reality for people. But it shouldn't. Because you're single. You're doing what the fuck you want to do. But people going to view them things and feel like you can't stick to one person that's in a third, but they forget that you're single. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, damn if you do, damn if you don't type situations. Because I know me personally, I like a woman with a little hoe in them. You know what I'm saying? They, they don't have their hoe phase. Because I feel like those women are the most trustworthy women because 
they done did their thing. They know what's out there. They done got their fun out versus a person that hasn't. It's man or woman. And it's always going to be something back in their mind that, like, I wish I should have did this. I should have did this and did that. And let problems come up in your relationship. They be like, fuck it. It triggered their, you know what I'm saying? It triggers them. Now they on this whole little path. Like, sometimes people just, like, I know personally. Like, I don't call myself a reformed hoe. Like, I know it ain't shit out there. Like, it ain't shit. If I get in a relationship, it ain't, I ain't missing nothing. Because it ain't shit to get back if I come back single. So I'm not going to, like, jeopardize my relationship on some bullshit. But some people still had their mindset that you for everybody. You you do this, you do that. And you did, did this. Now you don't fuck this person like this. So I know you, you, you fucking me like this. So I know you don't fuck all of So for whatever reason, people had this thought process about that shit. Um, also, they don't like the aspect of people being able to come up to them and saying, hey, we used to talk, we used to fuck. And they understand that you had a past, but I think it's just the reality of the fact that that person can actually reach out, that they know. Because they know. it's easier to accept somebody past when you don't know shit about it. <laughs> like uh, like I said, when it comes to like the body counts and shit, we know we grown, we ain't about to ask that shit, but I don't think a lot of dudes would be okay <laughs> if they asked the old lady what was their real body count and they got a real answer. I think a lot of dudes would like trip out and start acting funny and bullshit. And then it ruined their relationship. It's off some shit that she did for a photo. Like I had a homegirl, she had a fantasy, and her and the dude did the fantasy. And dude couldn't get over this shit at first. And I had told him like he gotta get he gotta get a little time, you know what I'm saying, to mature it out. He gotta think it out to get it out of his head as far as because but what people don't understand that a lot of our beliefs just come from growing up where we come from. Society kind of formed our ideals. So he had to break that wall, and now they stay together. They got a kid on the way, living together, happy. So it's just the same thing. Just People just got to know that at the end of the day, that doesn't tell you who that person is. Now, if that person's in a relationship and putting in this type of work, then I could see the judgment being valid because it's like, this is a proven cheater. And not to say people won't cheat. They may not cheat on you, you know what I'm saying? But it's different then. Especially you the person they you decide, John. So you know this person, what they're capable of doing. Then are the reasons because you know, people talk too fucking much. It's gonna always be in the back of your head because you're human. So I guess being community to dig a pussy is just kind of like, I can't go to this restaurant and feel like <laughs> this motherfucker done had my old lady. Or this mother, these hoes over here, they giggling and laughing and shit. And man, I be giggling and laughing at you. They just be looking in your direction. But you feel like, damn, you fucked them too, motherfucker? Or hell, um, like I had a situation <laughs> with my ex where she was getting like buddy-buddy with a chick. I had smashed like years prior. Like we wouldn't, me and my ex weren't even talking. We didn't really know each other. So when I seen that shit, I just kept the funky because I just know how sometimes women can be messy. So I like, look, man, the old girl, you know what I mean? I smashed her back in the day. Just letting you know, I'm not saying, I mean, for all I know, she cool, she ain't on that, that, that dumb shit, crazy shit. I was just letting you know, so she just won't pop up on some bullshit. Uh, I didn't see that heifer again. The motherfuckers did not hang out again. 
But I just put my gal on game just because it was whatever, whatever. Like I said, it, it, it can affect you. If people's mind doesn't work in a way to ignore their shit, and some people just, it's better for them to not know. Then you get with somebody like the dude that was with Eric Miller, the dude that passed, God rest in peace to him. Like a dude, like they, he put up a picture with her. A rapper was like, damn, nigga, how you hugged up with a motherfucker? She done had about 20 bodies. I'm body number, blah, blah, blah. She with me now. Everybody ain't got that energy. Everybody ain't got the energy to have their comeback for a motherfucker that want to talk stupid. So, you know what I'm saying? That shit matters. It, it, it can't play a part. So I guess how you carry yourself is, it can affect you when you're dating because people have this perception of you and then like it does bring out certain kind of people to you. They feel like you're not going to take them serious, so they're not going to take you serious. They're going to have their fun and go on about their business. And it's kind of unfair to you, but life ain't fair. That's why you got to do the actions. The things you do, you got to do for you. And you got to live with the consequences of your actions. You got to understand the consequences of your actions. So it is what it is. Eventually you'll meet people that's not going to give a fuck about it and you're going to be happy. So don't dwell on the motherfuckers that wanna, don't want to accept you for you. You don't worry about them. You worry about the people that want to fuck with you, regardless of the fact. With that shit, it's just a matter of maturity, period. Because you know what I'm saying? Everybody just can't take that shit. Everybody can't take that truth. Everybody want the truth, but everybody can't take it. And that's just the truth. Men or women, everybody can't take it. And they just how this shit is, unfortunately. Moving on to my last little topic I want to talk about is accountability. And accountability works so great because it is included in everything I talked about. When you're accountable for the things you do and the things you say, it makes your life much better. You grow so much when you're accountable and you realize when you fucked up. When you're accountable, you know you do these things and somebody can point out and you realize, damn, I'm really fucked up right here. Let me go get help. Let me go to therapy. Or let me have this heart-to-heart talk with this person to come to some type of resolution. Let me talk to my partner and work out these problems that we having because, hell, a lot of problems are solvable. But the issue is that people want to argue instead of having a conversation. Because when you argue, you're not really paying attention to what the fuck they're saying. You're listening to respond. Not listening to understand. But when you understand what the fuck they're saying, that's when it comes to a conversation. Because when you understand what they're saying and you can look in the mirror and acknowledge where you fucked up at, that problem can change and it can move on. You can move away from that problem. Even with friendships, jobs, like, I'm going to tell you, you know, I'm a person, I hate hearing excuses, fam. If I ask you a question, if I ask you to do some shit, I'm just, I just want a yes or no. Don't tell me some story. I'm like, bro, I don't care. Just tell me yes or no. But it's just me being accountable because I'm the same way. If I can't do something, I'm like, nah, I can't do it. I'm not going to give no story behind this shit. My no should be respected as is. And your no going to be should be respected. But be accountable to the shit you agree to it and you can't make it. And you need to realize, like, look, I, hey, I come back to the date this time. Let's do this shit. Let's do this on this day. Let's do this. Apologize. Don't be so proudful that you can't apologize. But like I said earlier, the best apology is simply change behavior. 
Try your best to not do this shit again. To not do that same mistake. Learn from your mistakes. And accountability also plays a part to being accountable for others. You can learn so much from others by watching them and paying attention to them. It is amazing that people have not realized that shit. And what I mean by that is, it's just as simple as being accountable for people because their decisions can affect your life. Uh, I have some criminals in my family. I got I know some friends that's criminals. And, you know, they do their thing. And I'm going to love them regardless. But sometimes you got to love them from afar. And then when you get close, you got to be like, look, bro, you ain't got no shit going on, dude. Because when you're accountable for that person, it keeps you out of shit. For instance, you know how the story they was told you that you can go draw a ride with a friend and you get charged for stealing a car. Just like, but you didn't do shit, you should get a ride. It's kind of like you got to know who the fuck you're dealing with. See how all this shit tying together? You got to know who the fuck you're dealing with because you know your friend didn't have a car then and all of a sudden your friend got a car with plates and shit that's in third. And especially it's like a fan's a car. It's like, nah, I'm cool. I'm cool on the ride walk. Same thing. That's why I see you got to have that backbone. You know this person, this type of shit they own, you need to know when to walk away. And you be like, nah, I'm cool, man. You know, I'm straight. Have that backbone and say no. Because your nose don't need no explanation. Don't be afraid to say no. Being accountable for others, it's like it causes you not to make dumb decisions. For instance, do you do anybody deserve to be robbed? Not at all. But if you decide to go to an ATM in a bad neighborhood at 2 o'clock in the morning and you get robbed and you see the people around with no police, no security, and you get robbed, you're not being accountable for your actions. A lot of people going to play victim. And it's, you are a victim, but it's okay to say, I fucked up by going to an ATM at 2 o'clock in the fucking morning. It's kind of, it's period, bro. Period. It's like, you messed up, and you weren't accountable for them because you should know your surroundings. Like, sometimes knowing what others may or may not do can save your fucking life. For instance, you at a party. We all done did it. We seen folks get to fight, and we done ran up on the fight. I know, so I know some people that has gotten shot because they ran up trying to see a fight. So... My black ass started walking away from this shit. Like, all right, it's time to go. It's time to leave. Blah, blah, blah. I done had to hit, hide behind my car once because I didn't leave soon enough when the fuck got to fight. Nigga got put out. I'm thinking shit's sweet. Nah. He called his partners. Them niggas came. Came up to the motherfucker. Wait till the motherfuckers came out. And they started shooting. You hiding for your life. Trying to get the fuck on down. Sometimes you see shit go down. Man, oh yeah, I know this is gonna go. So this you like, okay, bet. Being accountable for others is not stopping them from doing this shit. It is more so you just knowing what the fuck is going on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You you know what the fuck is going on. It's kind of like uh, what love got to do with it. The scene where he told animate to eat the cake, and so the dude, his homeboy, like, man, come on, man, just eat it, man. You know what's gonna go happen. You know what's gonna happen. You know what's gonna happen, and it happened. 
He was trying to tell her, like, man, go on do this show. This nigga won't fucking trip out. You know this nigga be hot. But as a man, he should never sit there and, like, let this shit happen. That's another discussion. But, you know what I'm saying? No, it's not it's a part of the discussion because you got to be accountable for the fuck shit that your friends do. I just think, I thought about that shit. That does tie real in together. He tried to be accountable for anime and, like, man, he's trying to avoid the situation instead of just dying the situation down. Like, he shouldn't even let this shit happen. You shouldn't even want to be around that type of energy. Like, I had a homeboy. He referred to his, like, keeping his kid as babysitting. I said, man, I got on his ass right then. Like, bro, you're not babysitting. You with your, you with your kid. That's what you're doing. You're watching your child. You with your child. You spend the time with your kid. Stop saying babysitting like she your little sister or your niece or some shit. It's your kid. It's not babies. You know what I'm saying? If a nigga out here being women, get on his ass about this. She do shit in front of you with his ass. Stop the shit. Don't sit there and just watch the shit. And I understand <laughs> some places it's hard. Like, it was a case here in Memphis where a dude tried to stop this shit and end up getting shot. Bro, stayed out of town. Bro, was just out here just trying to save a life. And so I understand why people just sit back and watch, but... A lot of times, bro, we gotta gotta hold them folks accountable, bro. Stop that boo. Especially when it's your friend. Your friend ain't gonna get upset to that point. Then that person don't need to be your friend. You shouldn't deal with anybody that's afraid to look in their mirror, fam. Especially when you point it out to that. So being accountable for yourself, save yourself from a lot of problems. It can help you grow and be a better person. Being accountable for others just keeps you out of shit, personally. I think so. It just it keeps you out of so much shit when you understand who the fuck you're dealing with. And you come to understanding when you're keeping it funky and you're paying attention, you're being patient when you're dealing with people. See, when you're keeping it funky and you being a real nigga, they want them to submit to you. And then, you know, being community dick and pussy, you understand... <laughs> How this view to the public. And so you just got to come to a realization where you just like fuck people. So it's just kind of like, man, do what you going to do. Live the consequences of your actions. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm finna wrap up the show. I want to thank everybody for listening and sharing and sending this to your friends and family. I appreciate it. Uh, I think I'm going to do this new thing every week where I'm just going to offer a challenge or a tip. My challenge for this week is to do something new. Regardless if it's trying a new restaurant or a bar that you always got on your list you want to do. Um, ladies, if you never shot the shot, shoot the shot. If you're available to shoot the shot, uh, take lead and do something with your man. Do something spontaneous, please, fellas. Uh, just do something new and jump out your comfort zone. Rather just trying a new book, trying new food up and going to get a tattoo you never had one but you always want to do it go do that shit and you know see how you feel after you did this shit because life is about growth and you can't grow if you're doing the same routine shit week in week out day in day out you gotta do something new to add spice to your life like I said thank you thank you again for listening shout out to my boy Bill for mixing me up and for the dope ass intro you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my homegirl, Kendra. You know what I'm saying? Kenny Ray. She got the little vocals on that thing. I hope you listen again. Thank you.